Welcome to the Arkansas BeerCast with Big Ray and Mike from Craft Beer Bucket List. In this episode, we will be visiting an Arkansas brewery you have to try before you die. Well, hello there, you awesome listener. You got it right. You have tuned in to another episode of the Arkansas Beercast with Big Ray and Mike from Craft Beer Bucket List. Bum, bum, we are bum. Going bum, bum, bum. Oh, my God. And hey, and just like that, Mike shows up. What's up, dude? I'm doing all right. How are you? Best day ever. Nothing's up. I'm just uh, just the guy sitting here enjoying a beer, uh, thinking about a recent brewery visit. With my best, absolutely, absolutely right. So, uh, not too long in the distant past, we visited Native Dog Brewing in Camden, Arkansas. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Native Native Dog. Just I'm going to give the address real quick. I'm sure folks already have it. It's probably already plugged into their GPS because they're on their way literally right now. I'm assuming, or maybe they're listening to this in preparation for the trip. But you can find Native Dog at 125 Madison Avenue. In Camden, Arkansas, seven one zero no seven one seven zero one. How about that? Uh, I, I hope that's accurate. It is seven one seven zero one. My say numbers that, say that seven times real fast. Seven one seven zero one seven one seven zero one seven one seven. Oh, three times good enough. Okay, it's <laughs> on one twenty five Madison Avenue there in Camden. I think that's all you need to know. It's all cool we spot. need to know. Anyway, it is a cool spot. Yeah. Uh, and, and I like it. You know, the Awachita. I never want to say it right. Awachita. 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 Yeah. Oh, uh, dude. I was, I forget where was I at. And somebody said Owachita. Oh, I think it was, yeah. I was, it, I was not anywhere near the Awachita area. And they were like, Owachita. I'm like, say, say what? <laughs> so, anyway, fun story. You did what with a Cheeto? Huh? Yeah, right. I was like, this is oh, weird. Awachita. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the ch. I just want to say yeah. ch, but I know it's sh, but no. yeah, a wash a washita. You know, like chorizo is the opposite. You want? I want to say chorizo, and I know it's wrong. I say chorizo, but I want to say chorizo. Right? Hey, it's and all you're the opposite. Life. You know, you want to say I am. Yeah. So anyway, a washita. Native washita. But it's in Camden, and the Washita River runs right through Camden on the east side of town. And, you know, Native Dog Brewing is right on the river. I mean, yeah. there's some railroad tracks that are, that are right there. But still, you, you can step outside the front of the brewery, see some water. It's kind of cool for what it is. Yeah. You know, no, it's, a, it's, it's in a cool spot. I like how it's on the edge of downtown by the water, right? And uh, the patio, you can go on a back patio and you can kind of look at, you know, yeah, you're right. There's train tracks and whatnot, but you can go look down at the water. It's cool. You know, and then, um, you know, I... I think, you know, you and I were talking, the reason, one of the reasons we we wanted to go visit this place is beyond the fact that, you know, it's another brewery and we like visiting breweries, you know what I'm saying? But um, you and I both are kind of from a small town. True. Right. And, yep. you know, I have a soft spot in my heart for small, I live in a small town now. 
Uh, I don't think I would consider where you live a small town, but um, no, I live in a small town. I love them. I love the character. I love the people. Um, I like I like the grit. Um, you know the, what I what I call the grit of the the folks, the resilience. Um, so anyway, when when we uh, got invited to come visit uh, Bobby there at a Native Dog, I just I was excited to visit Camden. I've never been to Camden. No, same. I, I hadn't either. And so it's always cool to, to go visit and see something new because both of us are pretty well-traveled individuals, especially domestically. And uh, so I've been to every major city in the U.S., which is great. But I've there's so many more small towns, obviously, I haven't been to. And I'm with you. It's cool to, to visit someplace new, uh, check out some local culture, you know, see some uh, historic spots that you might not have known about otherwise. And uh, just get some of that local flavor. You know, there's just something. Right. Uh, unique and special about that, at least for me, and obviously you, because we we both enjoy it. No, dude, it was really cool, and um, you know, from the time we pulled up, we'll talk a little bit more about the space itself. But uh, I know you're going to introduce Bobby, so I'll go ahead and let you do that. Yeah, so Bobby was a great guy. Um, enjoyed our our conversation and whatnot. But it's always cool when you get somebody's backstory, right, and you understand kind of who they are as a person, what they do and what drove them to want to start their business. In this case, obviously a brewery. Uh, but in any case, that's Bobby. That's what he does. Uh, he's just a cool dude, a brewery owner uh, with his wife. But anyway, let's uh, let's listen to Bobby here for just a minute. My name's Bobby Glaze. My wife, Lauren, and myself are the owners of Native Dog Brewing. Um, I'm originally from Camden, which is part of the reason why we're here. It's always been a dream of ours to open a brewery. And we decided to make uh, that dream become a reality that we've been open since January 28th. So a little over eight months that it's been an awesome experience so far. You know, uh, and, and it's funny because after, you know, since we've left, uh, I've texted Bobby a few times because uh, in a few side conversations, we were talking about some different stuff with brewing and whatnot. And uh, I've continued. Uh, I, I'd call him my friend. now, Bobby, if you're listening to this, we're buddies now. Uh, sorry about you. Um, we're bros, I guess. I don't know what the right word is. What's the new word people use for bros? Squad. Is he in my squad? He's in your squad. Yeah, is that what we call it? Bros. I think so. Squad. I don't know. Bobby's a good guy. Anyway, <laughs> uh I, I want to remind everybody um they can go to native dog brewing.com or they're also on Facebook and Instagram. You just look up native dog brewing on both of those. You can go check them out. Um, and you can get a little bit more of their backstory and they do a pretty good job with their social media. So, um, it's pretty impressive. And then, um, here in a second, I want to, we're going to cut to a couple of clips of Bobby talking about the, you know, describing the brewery and what it looks like and feels like and all that kind of stuff. Um, but just a quick reminder that, you know, they're only open select days. They're open Thursday through Sunday. So like Thursday and Friday, they're open four to nine on Saturday. It's one to nine and on Sunday, mostly two to eight. Um, I know he was uh, mentioning, you know, like NFL football games may affect that a little bit if, you know, or, uh, people are hanging out or whatnot. But anyway, um, they try to be open as much as they can. And they've talked about as, as business has picked up, they're trying to expand those hours as well. So anyway, I, I want to cut back to Bobby real quick because he's going to tell us a little bit about the brewery and then uh, we'll come back to it. Okay, Ray? Absolutely right. Here we go. When you walk into Native Dog Brewing, uh, the first thing that you will notice is our beautiful brick bar and concrete countertop. You also see the brewery as soon as you walk in to the left. You also see beautiful handmade cedar tables all throughout the brewery with a uh, very kind of modern industrial theme 
And I'd like to talk about how whenever we built the brewery that we wanted to feature as much local crafted and local worksmanship as possible. Uh, throughout our whole brewery, you'll see touches of Camden. Uh, Camden's motto is where history lives. We really wanted whenever we built this brewery to have a place where we honored the history of Camden, but also, you know, we pushed into the future. So when you walk into the brewery, the first thing that I talked about is you'll see our brick bar that all the brick came from the original Rialto movie theater that was downtown. If you look right above that bar, there's a beautiful axe hewn beam that came out of a building somewhere in downtown Camden. Our guess is probably 1800, late 1800, somewhere in that time frame. All of our tables are harvested locally. Um, my dad and myself, we cut them on his portable sawmill. And then a local physician, Dr. Larry Braden, and his son-in-law, Ben Goss, crafted them for us. Uh, also, whenever you look at our back wall, we have a white oak wall that was all harvested locally and cut at Roger Sawmill. And then our doors on our bathroom and our office are green, and they are from the original Grapeette factory because Grapeette soda was made in Camden back in the 30s, so they are handmade 1930s doors with a uh, beautiful glass in them that they were too good not to preserve and to give life beyond sitting in an old abandoned building. All right. Now that we've heard Bobby talk about the brewery, right? Again, we the origin story. We, we heard about Bobby. We know a little bit about him. Now we know some cool stuff about the brewery, but let's hear about how it got started. The name Native Dog Brewing is a story that's near and dear to Lauren and my heart that we rescued a dog our fourth year in pharmacy school. Uh, we were doing a rotation on a Native American reservation in South Dakota, and this scruffy dog kept coming up and breaking into the clinic, and we fed him out of our lunchbox for a day or two. And the uh, locals told us that the dog catcher was going to come and get him, and Lauren thought he was going to the pound, which they informed us is that he would be killed. At that point, Lauren, who is a self-proclaimed cat lady, decided that there was no choice. We had to save him, and he has been a part of our life and every big moment in our life for the past eight years that uh, you will see Baxter, the native dog himself, at Native Dog Brewing You know, most of the time. He's probably the best greeter that we have. He goes table to table. He checks on everyone that uh, he also he gets upset if he doesn't get to come and hang out here. So... The, uh, the namesake is always here. It's a really neat story, and uh, we love that he gets to be a part of this venture with us. So, you know, one of the things that when I, when I walked in, I mentioned this to you, sir. I mentioned this to you. So when we walked in, there was some mugs on the wall. I automatically was like, dude, this is so cool. They got a mug club. And you're like, what? No, you weren't like that. But you're like, okay, <laughs> you're like, okay Mike. <laughs> Way to be excited about the wrong thing. Um, <laughs> we're here for the beer, yo. Uh, no, so they had a mug club and, you know, they, ha so I, I had to ask a little bit more about this and, and we're going to listen to Bobby talk about it, but they, they get handcrafted mugs for their mug club. And, you know, they've got, the, they got the wall pegs where they, you know, people put their mugs and whatnot. But, um, one of the things I was super jealous about, and, um, I kind of nudged Bobby. I like, listen, if you got any of these mugs left over at the end of the year, I would love to have one. They are so, I mean, they're just sweet. They're awesome. And it'd be a great for coffee or beer, um, you know, either one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Support. Um, but anyway, let's uh, let's little let's learn a little bit more. I had to like a tongue twister. Let's learn a little bit more about the Mug Club real quick. 
When you walk into the brewery, one of the first things that you see are these beautiful handmade mugs that's on the wall. We have our own mug club. We have 80 spots that we sell a yearly membership to that our mug club members, they have their own handmade mug on the wall that has the native dog logo and the year for their membership. Um, they get the price or they get a 22 ounce pour in their mug for the price of a 16 ounce pour. They also get the opportunity to come to mug club only nights, which are the first Tuesday of every month. The mug club also includes a discount on merchandise. Uh, we are proud to offer lots of different merchandise. We have everything from hoodies to soft style t-shirts. We have tank tops. Uh, we're also getting ready to transition and move into our fall line of long sleeves, sweaters, beanies. But don't forget, don't forget that we also have merchandise for your furry friends. We have dog bandanas as well. Koozies, stickers, growlers, everything that you could want, we have a little bit of. All right. So one of the cool things, I what I like about these smaller breweries, Ray, is I like the fact that usually their brew house is right there. It's an intimate setting with the tap room, right? So like in Native Dog, you walk in the front door and immediately to your left is a brew house. And you're kind of, you walk in the front door, you're kind of in the tap room uh, seating area. But if you look over to your left, there's the brew house and uh, they're using a Colorado brewing system. Um, so a lot of people might know what that is. Um, you know, I, I want to say now it's slipping my mind, but I want to say that that was their original system that they got and they're looking to upgrade uh, at some point in the near future uh, as, as sales and time permits and all that. Sure. Uh, but they recently started aging stuff in barrels. I mean, so, but you walk in, uh, or so like when you're walking to the front of the building, right? Like uh, to the right, you see the, the, the uh, door and to the left is a garage door and that left garage door opens into the brew house. And then when you walk in as to, you know, you can kind of look over and see it. And I just think it's so cool. But anyway, uh, enough about me. I want to hear uh, again, we'll go to Bobby describing the brew house. So our brewery setup is a smaller system. So we have a Colorado brewing system, two barrel setup. We have five two-barrel fermenters, and then we also have one bright tank. Uh, we're also fortunate enough that we have started our barrel aging program with two barrels from Cathead Distillery over in Jackson, Mississippi, that we're aging a Russian Imperial Stout in currently. Um, luckily, we have the flexibility of brewing a lot of smaller beers. That way we can test out and see what local people enjoy and what everyone likes that today we're getting ready uh, we're going to brew a new new england ipa that is going to feature columbus mosaic and citra hops all right so we've heard quite a bit about the brewery how the brewery got started uh, where, where their beer is made but you know where the rubber meets the road is in the tap house and i like taps i like custom-made tap handles i think it's super cool it's uh unique you get some flavor of the the brewery owners and the brewers and, and something for, for me, I like the simplicity of the tap handles. Uh, it's got the nice vertical, says Native Dog Brewing on all of them. Uh, what differentiates them is just a number. Like number one is the Queen City Kolsch. Uh, number two is the Bat Out of Hell Stout, right? So every number has a different beer. And I like the simplicity of that. It fits, you know, the, the overall theme and the mood of the brewery. And I think it's super cool. Um, but they also you have the white oak wit on tap, the daffodil blonde, and several others. Uh, but it, I just think it's a cool setup. No, no, absolutely. And you know, it's one. It's you know they've 
they've got it for being like a smaller brewery, right? They've got a big variety. So they got the stout, uh, they got the Mexican lager. They had the, they have a couple different IPAs. They had while we were there, they had the Oktoberfest on the hard seltzer. Um, you, you know, so they got you know the blonde or whatnot. They got a good variety of stuff, man. And uh, you know, Bobby was saying like you know some of those things are pretty much you know mainstays, but he tries to rotate it around a little bit and try something new every now and then. Well, it's got to be pretty cool too, right? Absolutely right. Cool. Well, hey, uh, we're gonna t- we're gonna cut to a break real quick, and we're gonna come back, and we're gonna talk about the beers you and I had while we were there, which ones we liked, and which ones we really liked. Right after this, Ray, you and I both love to travel. Something I love to do is visit national parks uh, and state parks. Right? Sure, sure. What's your uh, what's one of your favorite parks? So my favorite park is Yellowstone. I yeah. absolutely love it. Pretty iconic place. park. Very yeah. iconic. What's your favorite national park, Mike? I, I, I got to say it's probably the Grand Canyon. Uh, it's just the, the feeling you get when you look out across it is just amazing. It's incredible. Um, right. But so the reason I'm bringing this up is I, I just want to uh, cue everybody in to a, a very cool nonprofit initiative called Parks and Pints. P-A-R-K-S-N-P-I-N-T-S. So Parks and Pints, it's combining our love for beer and combining our love for parks. They do a lot of different things to raise money to conserve, educate, and all that kind of stuff. And I just want to encourage everybody to go check them out. Uh, you can buy swag and support their cause and all that kind of stuff. It's at Parks and Pints on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And visit parksandpints.com. All right, folks, welcome back. We are talking about Native Dog Brewing in Camden, Arkansas. And right before the break, Mike left us with a, a cliffhanger here. The beers that we liked and the ones that we liked even more. Uh, so Mike, I'm going to let you spearhead this conversation. Let us, uh, let the listeners know, man, what we really, what we really enjoyed. And I'll chime in here with you. Sure. So what I'll do is I'll say overall, we started off with a flight of five. So you and I had uh, five different beers that to kind of started out. Um, we had the I Chihuahua, which is a 5.2% Mexican Vienna lager. Um, we had the white Oak wit, which is a 5% Belgian wit beer. Uh, our third beer is a queen city Kolsch straightforward, pretty, pretty straightforward Kolsch 5% there. The daffodil blonde was our fourth beer. It's a 5% blonde and it's named after the daffodil festival there in Camden. And then we, uh, we rounded out that our, our flight with bat out of hell. It's an American style stout. And, um, uh, uh, Bobby's got a personal story that he'll tell with that. Um, but so overall, so and then we, we had a bonus beer um, after that because you got to have a bonus beer, right? You got to have a chaser, so to speak. Um, but anyway, so the I Chihuahua, wow, uh, you know, something I like loggers. So I'm a loggers and stouts guy. You know this. Um, yep. Um, I like loggers. And what I liked about the I Chihuahua wow, wow, is it did have that typical uh, little kick that Mexican loggers have. And it was there. Um, but beyond, beyond that, it was pretty darn drinkable and it re- reminded me of a, a variety of different Mexican lagers I've had. So it was, it was pretty good, straightforward, very drinkable. This is a beer you could drink with, you know, all kinds of different food, or it can just sit down and enjoy, you know, it's got that, um, that good, that good tone to it and the good flavors about it. And I was going to follow that with the Belgian. So their white oak wit, their Belgian wit beer. Also another beer that I really enjoyed. So what if, you know, we talk about my favorite beers. Those two are probably my favorite of theirs is our number one and number two. They just really spoke to me 
personally. I like Belgian. I like wit beers. You know this. Oh yeah, we, we've been a lot of places. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Same with me with the White Oak. That was uh, one one of my top two. Uh, yeah. I, one, one thing I really liked is it's very clean and, and very true to the style, right? You don't get a lot of adjuncts. There's not a lot of just stuff added in. It's just what it says is what it is. And I appreciate that. So real quick, let's cut to a couple different clips, Ray. We have a clip where Bobby's talking about the Mexican lager and another one where he fought, let's follow it up with the Belgian wit beer uh, discussion. Achuauau is a 5.2% Mexican Vienna lager. Uh, it's named after our personal Chihuahua, Jerry. It's a beer that was originally meant to be a one-off for Cinco de Mayo. And once we premiered it, the beer has not slowed down and people love it. It's easy drinking. It's got a really good flavor base that comes from the Vienna malt in it. It's also got just a touch of sweetness from flake corn that we add. That it's a beer that uh, I didn't expect to become a staple, but has now become one of our flagship favorites in the brewery. White Oak Wit, it's a 5% Belgian wit beer. Uh, so wheat beer that's brewed with coriander, orange peel, and lemon peel. It's a very approachable beer. You get a lot of people that walk in the brewery and ask what you have that's close to a blue moon. That uh, This is our version of wit beer that is named after White Oak State Park, just 15 miles down the road. It's a great beer for springtime and summertime. It's an easy drinker that you can uh, sit out in our back area and look over the river. All right, so um, next, number three, our third beer was the Queen City Kolsch. And uh, Kolsch's are very light, right? And so it's, it's a 5% German Kolsch, um, very light body, very easy to drink. Um, I would say this is an everyday beer or an every person beer. Anybody can step forward uh, into the brewery, uh, grab this beer, go out on patio, and have a great time. Um, and the same with the – so like it's, it's almost like Bobby did this on purpose, you know, bless his heart. The Daffodil Blonde is very similar. So it's a, you know, it's a light, crisp beer that almost anybody can pick up, walk outside on a patio, sit down with their friends and drink it and enjoy it. So that's the Queen City Culture is at 5% and the Daffodil Blonde's at 5%. Um, what I want to round this out with, though, is the Bat Out of Hell. So that's their 6.8% American style stout. It was really good. Um, you know, I like stouts that I can drink. Uh, I like stouts that are pretty heavy too, but I like the stouts where I can have more than one, like so I can have one or two. And that's what right. I would classify this as. But it's got a unique story and it's a very um, personal story to Bobby. And I want to cut to that real quick. So this is the Bat Out of Hell. It's our American style stout. It's 6.8%. And uh, this beer is named after my great grandfather, uh, Robert Bobby Height, who I'm actually named after, that he was a doula raider in World War II. And the Bat Out of Hell was the name of his B 25 bomber that he flew uh, during the Doolittle Raid. So, huge personal meaning to me. Uh, this is the beer that is our number one seller that we did not expect to be the number one seller. It's light in body, even though it's 6.8%. It's really easy drinking. I feel like the uh, roasted character, but also the chocolate malt really comes to the forefront of the palate. It's a beer that at almost 7%, you're not afraid to drink two of because it drinks so easy. And so we continually see thinking that, you know, it was going to fall off during summertime, but the beer continually sells really, really well. And Ray, that's kind of what it's all about. You know, there's a story behind the beer. There's a story behind the brewery name. So many breweries, so many brewers, so many of these fantastic stories that go along with the, you know, the place that means so much to everybody. 
Um, and that's what the bat out of hell is. Um, before we move on, I want to talk about our bonus beer. Bonus beer. Um, Backstoberfest was on tap while we were there. And while it wasn't part of our, uh, our five beer flight, um, Bobby would not let us leave without getting some of it. Um, and actually I brought some home. Um, so, you know, kudos to me for, you know, getting some good beer back to my house. (laughs) (laughs) Right. No, but so it was a, it was a pretty typical, uh, Marzen, uh, Oktoberfest beer, uh, malty, uh, medium body, great taste, something you could drink over and over again. Like you're in at, at an Oktoberfest party. I really liked it. I brought a, a 32 ounce growler home and I enjoyed it, uh, again the next day. Uh, and that's all I had because it was gone. Well, well, there you go. It was gone. Yeah. One thing uh, kind of partial to the name, uh, Baxtoberfest it was named after their dog Baxter. Right. And you and I are both huge Anchorman fans. <laughs> right, right. And uh, Ron Burgundy's dog was named Baxter. Right. And, and, and so that's, that, I think that's where Bobby said they got the name, right? I think so. Right. Yeah. And so, so it, it just resonated with me. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah. I wonder if he ate a whole block of, or a whole wheel of cheese. You know he doesn't speak Spanish, right? Doesn't speak Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, go on on. Yeah. We could. So, but another great thing about breweries, and we've talked about this on on so many episodes, um, whether the the Arkansas Beer Cast or, or even our sister podcast, Craft Beer Bucket List, um, community engagement, and what breweries do to help out the local community. Uh, they use you know what what good they have going on making beer and and serving the public awesome drinks. Uh, but it, I don't want to steal Bobby Thunder. I want to cut to him right now and let him talk about their community efforts and their nonprofit collaboration. Whenever we opened the brewery, we knew that community was a key aspect to what we do here, but also what we want to support as a local part of our community. And we've tried to partner with multiple nonprofits throughout the community to bring good back to Camden and help them continue uh, all the good work that they're doing. We've been fortunate enough to uh, work with Washita Enrichment Centers. Uh, we've also worked with the Washita County Historical Society, where we even did a special beer in memory of one of their members, John Littrell, who passed away, where we did a glitter peach cream ale. And we also sold tie-dye uh, shirts in memory of him where proceeds went to the Historical Society. Uh, and also this past month, we were fortunate enough to be able to support the Hub and their backpack program where they take local kids that they are worried about food situations at home and they pack their backpacks with food throughout the year to make sure that no kid in our community stays hungry. So we uh, made a special grape soda for them, but also hosted a carnival here at the brewery to try and raise funds for their backpack program this year. So now that you've heard about the beer, you know where it's at, Camden, Arkansas. What else can you do in Camden, Arkansas? I I was surprised, honestly, at what you can find in Camden, Arkansas. Uh, It's uh, more of an outdoor rec area than than I expected uh, when we visited Mike. Now, there's a couple of trailheads. Of course, the river runs through there. And there's a lot of other outdoor activities uh, that you can engage in, even like the Daffodil Festival. How cool is that? Did Uh, you say a river runs through it? I sure did. I'm just kidding. Caught me. Yeah. yeah I, don't know. <laughs> I just like, anyway, go ahead. I'm yeah, but there's, there's quite a lot to do in the area. Uh, but here I want to let Bobby talk about this. So things to do in the area and also events that the brewery has that you can look forward to checking out also while you're visiting 
Camden, Arkansas. Camden in South Arkansas is a great place to hang out and there's lots to do. Uh, locally, we have White Oak State Park if you enjoy camping or fishing. Also, they have a mountain bike trail that they just completed that's awesome. There's lots of historical sites. We have Civil War Battlefield, Poison Springs close to us, multiple antebellum homes here in Camden. And also, you uh, can't miss out Southern food at its finest in Camden. So we have lots of great restaurants that you can visit. Also, while you're at the brewery, it's very important to eat. If you're going to enjoy a few beers, Mike, you got to have something to, to soak up your brew, right? So you have an excuse to have another beer. Uh, I'm a foodie. Everybody knows that. It's no secret. I mean, obviously, you're a foodie too, Mike, but um, I'm not <laughs> I big right because I, I eat broccoli and kale. <laughs> so, but no, uh, again, I want to cut to Bobby and let him talk about the food options they have at the brewery. Most nights that we're open, you can find a food truck on site if you want to grab a bite to eat. You can always catch our food truck list online at Facebook or on Instagram. We usually post every week our food truck lineup for the week. But uh, we have anything ranging from barbecue to burgers to tacos. We try to constantly rotate food trucks so that not only is your beer constantly rotating, but your choices for food are as well. And as always, Mike, you know, we talk about this. Uh, this is another brewery that's family friendly. That's something I appreciate. I have an eight-year-old daughter, and uh, I, I love the fact that I can go enjoy a beer and, and take her with us, and she can just kind of hang out. It's safe, and uh, the kiddos can just do stuff, right? They can hang out, play with other kids. They can hang out outside. They can look at the river and some other things. And so, <laughs> go look at the river. <laughs> hey, kid, go look at the water. Just go look <laughs> yeah, at it. Just the way you said it cracked me up, dude. <laughs> No, you oh, know, you, gosh. you're right. You're right. It's, it's, it's family friendly. And, you know, he talked about, you know, f you know, well-behaved, uh, dogs uh, are welcome on the patio, uh, because of local ordinance and whatnot, but, um, definitely welcome families to come and hang out and they have families that come and hang out. Um, so, you know, typical, uh, brewery style, uh, welcoming of everybody. Absolutely right. And I love that about breweries. So as we get to the end here, sir. I want to talk about our favorite beers. Um, first, let's cut. We're gonna we're gonna have Bobby tell us what his favorite beer is. So my favorite beer on the tap list at the moment would have to be Baxtoberfest. So it's our Martin style lager. Uh, it's a beer that it's crisp, it's clean, but also the maltiness that it brings to the palate really screams fall to me. My palate changes throughout the season, and I'm really one gets on a kick of I drink beer by the season, and I feel like Martin is very fall. It is a familiar flavor and it's a beer that I continually drink and come back to in the tap room. Uh, my wife, Lauren, her favorite beer has got to be Acha Wow Wow. It's a light and easy drinking beer. You can have more than one of them, which is I think everybody's favorite. It's, uh, it's a beer that, you know, on a hot day, you just can't beat it. You squeeze a lime in there and it screams summer. Cheers. And then, then I'm going to tell you what my favorite beer is, sir. You want to take a guess? I'm going to guess it was the White Oak Wit. Ding, 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 ding. Correct, sir. Oh, man. Yeah, it was good. So it was crisp. Uh, had a little bit of, you know, had a medium body. Uh, you know, had that, that good Belgian spice to it. Um, I think it's their best beer. Um, full disclosure, I also took some of it home with me because uh, I brought home a couple of small growlers. So... Um, it was really good. What about you, dude? What's your favorite beer from uh, Native Dog? So I like the Queen City Colch. 
Uh, so for like. me, it, I, I'm a big fan of Coles beers. If I'm going to drink a light beer, that's typically what I go for. And this one spoke to my taste bros. Um, for me, this is a beer for all seasons. And really because uh, street tacos and hot wings are in season year round. Right. And uh, that for me, that's just a beer that's I, I can drink with those. I don't get, you know, too full with it. I can have several. It's certainly sessionable, uh, crushable, however you want to say that. I like both of those words. You know, I like to crush a beer with my hot wings, you know, in a street talk. I, I love street tacos and hot wings so much, Mike. I'm about to get emotional here. No, but no, that was that was my favorite. My number two <laughs> was the was the white oak wit. So uh yeah, that was my my top two, but definitely me and the Queen City Colts was just like, mm. And now I really need hot wings. I think I might have to, yeah. to get some DoorDash here or something. Sorry. No, you're fine. The, you're fine. Yeah. So, I, you know, kind of following that, you know, my, my favorite was the Belgian wit. Um, I, I think my second favorite is going to, I'm going to, I think I'm going to stick to it. It's going to be the Mexican Vienna lager, the Icho Wow Wow. Um, oh yeah. That's really a good one to too. me as well. So, right on. yeah. So uh, overall, I think, uh, you know, you know, Bobby did a great job lining up our flight. We had some great beers and, uh, you know, he gave us some backstory that really added to the experience as well. And I think it was great. And, uh, I, I think, you know, the fact that they have, you know, a good variety of high quality beers speaks to, you know, his attention to detail and his attention to making sure that he has beers that are, you know, drinkable for the local folks. Uh, you know, you've got local clientele that have preferences and then, uh, you know, some crazy out of towners like ourselves can come in and enjoy some beers as well. Um, so anyway, uh, I know we're getting to kind of close. I'll let you kind of remind people where they can go find Native Dog Brewing. Absolutely. So again, you can find them on the internet at Native Brewing, sorry, nativedogbrewing.com. And also if you look on Facebook or Instagram, you can find them at Native Dog Brewing. Again, their hours of operation. They're closed Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, but they're open Thursday and Friday, 4 to 9, Saturday, 1 to 9, and Sunday, 2 to 8. And again, their address is 125 Madison Avenue in Camden, Arkansas, 71701. <laughs> Slowed down to make sure I got it right the first time. I got my my merds wixed up, as uh, Mike right. likes to say. <laughs> right. Uh, so, I can just imagine, like, uh, I forget, was it, you know, whatever voice that is, where they have some of that, the automated seven, one, seven, zero, one. <laughs> right. So I'll tell you what right. happens at 125 Madison Avenue there in Camden, Arkansas. They make some darn good beer. Uh, Bobby and, uh, you know, uh, we didn't mention it very much, uh, but uh, Bobby and his wife, Lauren, uh, good people. Uh, running that, you know, running that great operation down there, making some great beer, being a great part of that community. Um, and I know that, you know, they're, they're, they're proud of what they're doing and rightfully so. They've got a cool thing going on there. And, you know, we thoroughly enjoyed our time there. We thoroughly enjoyed the beer. Um, and I know we both look forward to the time when we can go, uh, go back and visit and, you know, go, go hang out with Bobby, you know, cool guy. Um, but, you know, just go visit the area again and have some good beer. Um, Ray, uh, I'll let you take it out from here. Absolutely right. So thanks, Mike, for hanging out. Always, it's a pleasure, my dude. And thank you to Bobby as well. Certainly enjoyed the brewery and the beers. And thank you to the listeners. Uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in. We appreciate the shares. And we appreciate you guys traveling Arkansas and visiting all these awesome breweries. So before 
you go anywhere else, be sure to listen to another episode of the Arkansas Beercast. Check out other spots that Mike and I have been to throughout the state of Arkansas. And I also have to say thank you to the Arkansas Guild of Brewers for this collaborative endeavor. And while you're on social media, be sure to check out hashtag DrinkARBeer. And before we go, please do me a solid. Don't drink and drive, but do drink local. And we will catch you all on another episode of the Arkansas Beer Cast. Adios. Thank you for joining us on the Arkansas BeerCast. Be sure to explore more episodes and get your brewery passport stamped as you discover all the breweries of Arkansas. The Arkansas BeerCast is a collaborative project with the Arkansas Brewers Guild and Craft Beer Bucket List. You can find the Arkansas Brewers Guild at arkansasbrewersguild.com and we encourage you to find Craft Beer Bucket List wherever you get your podcasts.